Hey guys, and welcome to the Get Life Podcast. We are on episode 43, I believe, and you're thinking, where's episode 42? Well, this hasn't, well, this has been recorded ahead of time, you know, because people have lives. And today I have two Halo people, I would say, because I'm not really into Halo. I know, and you're going to get loads of people like, you're not into Halo, what the hell are you? What's wrong with you? But you know, um, I'm not into Halo because I, I do tend to play Japanese games. Anyway, enough about me. We have the Grizz and we have Nick. So introduce Hello. yourself, guys. Hey, everybody. I'm the Grizz. Um, 25 years old. I've been playing Halo since uh, Halo first came out in uh, what was 2000 something. But I've uh, been to every midnight release. So big Halo fan here. Uh, not necessarily the best, but uh, I love to have fun and just play with everybody. Um, so I guess that explains me pretty much. <laughs> Nick? What's up, guys? I'm Nick, also known as uh, Monster Hell Jump on Xbox, also on Tumblr. Uh, same thing as Grizz. I've been playing Halo since it first came out. Uh, I've only gotten live recently, though, so I'm, I'm not used to the whole Xbox Live thing. Uh, huge ODST fan. Uh, not made any of the midnight releases because I just just turned 19. Uh, hopefully, definitely going to uh, Halo 4, though. And that's about it. Okay, so let's jump straight in there. What do you guys actually... What made you, like, think Halo is an awesome game? Because normally it doesn't really appeal to me until it came to around ODST. I was like, okay, this is a good game. I'm going to continue buying these games. So what ticked for you? What was that moment? Well... I think for me, it's uh, it's more of a fantasy game. Like, you know, you play Call of Duty or Battlefield, and it's so realistic that, you know, I, I, I can't really get into the, you know, killing other people, you know, like Nazis or whatever. Uh, I do like the fantasy aspect of it where it's, you know, shooting aliens, you know, fighting a whole different species. Uh, so I think that's what drew me in. Also, it's a really simple game. You know, some of these other games... Like, there's so many different controls or flying different things or, you know, different upgrades. It's just, I don't know, Halo, you just point and shoot. You know, there's a couple things here and there, like, you know, grabbing a flag. Everything is just so simple, and, you know, I just, I never get tired of it. So, uh, so that's kind of what just drew me in the most. Uh, for me personally, it was the story. Have you seen uh, Call of Duty? It has, like, four different stories for each game. When Halo, it's just one consecutive thing. It brings you in with the characters. For example, Master Chief. They get, like, they make you love Master Chief more and more each game, and then bring in new characters for you to love. And it's just, it keeps you in a storyline, and it keeps you, makes you feel like you're in the game. Me personally, that's how I feel. I'm right. Really- yeah, you gotta, you gotta love the campaign first the multiplayer aspect of it is just something that keeps the game alive you know you can play the campaign over and over and never get tired of it but you got to do something different you know and and for me that that's where it is it's like campaign is always first the story is always first and then multiplayer is just you know keeping it alive you know like halo reach i still play halo reach every day and it's been over a year and a half since that game's been out so wow yeah exactly like have uh, 10 books or something like that. I've read every single one. It just keeps the story go- going with different aspects of it. The uh, uh, books, the comics, the video games, the web shows. Um, Halo Legends, for example, it shows you more of the story and gets you more in tune with the characters and the yeah. storyline itself. 
it's got such a huge community fan base and so much community created content that uh, there's there's always something new whether it's on Tumblr or you know Waypoint or or what, or what have you know I, I find something new every day you know when it comes to Halo okay so have any of you guys seen the new like season of Red vs Blue yet are you guys not into that um, personally I I used to be a big Red vs Blue follower and then uh, I had two kids and <laughs> that whole thing so um, you know I kind of lost touch over, over the years but uh, I have watched some of the newer ones and, and they're pretty cool I like how they're doing the the new uh, it's not just straight from the game anymore it's all the computer animation now um, it's it's pretty cool looking. I, I don't I don't really know what's going on with the story though anymore. So yeah, I, I followed Red vs Blue. Uh, I actually just started watching it last year. So and I watch uh, every season. Um, same thing as Chris says. I really like that they have it to where it's their own animation instead of just the gameplay and like uh, I don't know. It's just getting really cool now. I used to, I watched the uh, first episode of season ten and. Uh, I automatically fell in love with it uh, as soon as season 10 uh, trailer came out. Awesome. Because I just watched it today, in fact, and I was like, what the hell's going on? Because I didn't understand, because I kind of missed season 9. So I started on season 8, and then I had stuff to do, like recording the podcast, and I missed season 9 for like a whole year. And then season 10 just comes <laughs> out, so I was a bit confused. So I need to watch season nine. Anyway, uh, yeah. If if you got the time to get into it, then you know, go for it. You know, I, I don't have a lot of time personally, but you know, it's a it's a great thing, and you know, it, it's been great forever. So it's not going anywhere. Well, hopefully, it's not going anywhere because you never know. Well, we'll see with Halo Four if they can transition into that. Oh, I think they could, because uh, you know they got all these kind of new features in Halo for like um, each kind of retailer has their own pre pre order bonus, like uh, customizable uh, skins and camos and stuff like that. What do you guys think about this whole Halo joining into the whole DLC exclusive thing? Do you think that's uh, a good thing? Well, I think I think what they're doing is is really smart. You know, just from a business perspective for 343, because they're getting people to talk about Halo 4. You know, it seems like every week or every other week there's something new. Like, like just now we learned about the different armor skins or the weapon skins. And depending on if you order from Best Buy or Amazon or GameStop or, or uh, whatever the other one was, um, you know, you get a different looking armor skin or battle rifle skin. And I've heard a lot of people say it's so Call of Duty, but I've never played a Call of Duty game and I've never gotten into Call of Duty. So for me, it'll be something new. Um, whether or not it's really going to affect how many people pre-order is, I, I'm not sure, but, you know, they are getting people to talk. And just like a couple weeks ago when everybody got their puzzle piece of the Halo 4, uh, you know, picture, nobody knew what that picture was. And then everybody put their puzzle pieces together and created a big image. And then uh, it was confirmed that that was going to be the box art uh, cover for the game. So, you know, they're, they're always doing something to get the community talking about it and getting them, you know, hyped, I guess, for it. So, 
I don't know. It, it's it's smart on their part. Whether or not the skins or, or anything else is going to be, be a big deal, uh, I don't think so because everybody's going to be red or blue. So as far as like whether you're not going to see the skins or not when you're actually playing, it's well, they like, said the skins were customizable. So I'm guessing you can customize the the colors of the skins. Right, right. But uh, I don't know. I I don't think it's a a huge thing. Like. You know, I'm looking at like some of these Halo Reach like screenshots, and they look so epic. You know, and then it's like, is uh, adding a skin to that, you know, on your armor really going to make it that much more epic? Like, are you going to want to go to Best Buy and pre-order just so you can have the the spider skin, or are you going to want to go to Amazon just so you can get the, you know, the forest armor or whatever it is? I don't, I don't know which one's for which, but Amazon was the the spider skin. The spider. Okay. Yeah, well, um, how they done it was each retailer they done their their ammo in their own not ammo. Why did I say ammo? Their own uh, armor. Sorry, in their own <laughs> company colors, which was a cool idea. Oh, they okay. were showing that off because I realized that, and some guy on Tumblr called me a genius. I was like, I'm not a genius. Well, that makes but, sense. You know. <laughs> right. Um, but you know what people could do they can abuse that system and they can let's say go to Best Buy pre-order it and then cancel their pre-order and then go to a different um, company pre-order it and right. cancel their pre-order and they can do that way because you've done it people have done it with many other games um, like the SSX games they've done it with that it's just it's flawed I think it's not as good as I think it could be that whole right. system. I mean, you know, just like the flaming helmets with, uh, you know, Halo Reach or uh, or the recon helmets, you know, in Halo 3 or, or anything like that. You know, they just want something somebody can achieve. You know, I'd rather achieve it in-game than, you know, have it depend on where I bought the game from. And, you know, I bet you anyways, like, all the skins are, you know, maybe they'll all be available, you know, once, you know, a couple months of the game, you know, after the games come out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like how many different types of skins are there going to be? Like it's everybody only gets one? I don't I don't think I think so. so. I I think it's oh, well, I think you in the game, this is my theory, you unlock like new skins or you purchase right. skins with like um certain credits. Yeah, you get one to start and yeah, their credits or their Spartan points or whatever they've been calling it, but um, but yeah, you need you need to like have custom customizability <laughs> or however you want to word that, but uh, you know just to keep everybody you know wanting to keep playing, you know. The, um, in my opinion, I think the customizable skins is going to be their downfall if, as you said. Camp Urgris, um, if it doesn't show up and if it's red versus blue, like in Halo Reach, uh, you can build your colors whatever you want, but it's always going to be red versus blue. If that's the case, and that's going to be their downfall. I mean, in uh, Halo 3, you had customizable armor a little bit, at, like a little bit, you had the shoulders, the chest, and the helmet. In Halo Reach, you have, you build that Spartan to what you, you want exactly how it is. There is no two Spartans alike unless, like, for me, example, I go full ODST armor. I've seen two or three people with it, but, uh, Grizz, your armor, I've seen it, the Gungir helmet with, uh, 
the assault chest, I believe, and like you make yours yours with your color. And in, in Halo 4, they're not really doing that because they only have like four different helmets, and that's all they're doing from what I've heard. But um, like all you get to do is really make your guns what you want. Like it's, I've played Call of Duty and it's becoming a little bit Call of Duty, which I'm not too excited for. But it is a business good thing, I guess. As you said, but um, I have a feeling they're gonna lose a few Halo fans because it's so much like Call of Duty. Yeah, they they might lose fan base, they might lose players, but you know, as of now, everybody that I know that plays Halo is getting Halo Four, so three four three is gonna make money hand over fist, either way, and then uh, you know they just might use that you know to learn from, but you know really they should have learned from you know, how Halo Reach went because uh, according to a lot of the community, you know, 343 totally just ruined the multiplayer aspect. You know, the 85% bloom and the no bloom and the super slayer and bleed through and all the changes, they took out armor lock or they made it weaker or, you know, they take out certain aspects of the game, you know, which made Halo Reach Halo Reach, you know. But uh, mostly 343 was just listening to the community, doing what they wanted, but then it kind of turned away like some of the original fans like I was, you know. I don't know. I, I, I never was against Armor Lock. I never used it, but I never hated it. You know, it's just a different aspect of the game, and if you can't figure out how to kill somebody that's using Armor Lock, then you need to change the way you game, and if you can't do that, then you're not a real Halo player, I guess. <laughs> Um, speaking about that whole like um, armor lock and things like that and sprinting as well, have any of you guys seen the actual leaked footage? Supposedly footage. that VHS that's on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I watched it. The one thing that kind of upset me was he was running around with sprint. I don't know if it's unlimited or if you just get it like in little bursts, but uh, running around with sprint and the sword. The assassination that you could see, like, if you look close, it looked really cool. Um, I don't know, it, it does look and feel like another Halo Reach, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, uh, but that's kind of how I felt. I'm not sure about, uh, the one thing I did notice is they put, like, the words right under your reticle where it says headshot or double kill or whatever. It's, like, right underneath your aimer, and that would probably, like throw me off or throw that, a lot that's of people in, off. Um, that would have been beta kind of footage, you know, knowing Halo, they always kind of do some sort of yeah. beta for their game, so they can always improve on that things and get people's opinions and of course they're going to show this stuff at E3, if someone's going to say, well I don't like that in the game, they're going to have to take that into account. Oh yeah, they have so many months still to, to make changes, like, you know, whether it's little changes like where they put things on the HUD or you know, how certain things look or, or, or anything else like that. Um, you know, they still have a lot of time and what we see now is is just the beginning stages or um, the early stages of the finished game. So, um, you know, it could be a whole different game. It could look a lot different when we actually get it on November 6th. So. Yeah, um, I think I was with Grizz last night when I said it. Uh, 
about the custom loadouts. I think the first month or two into the game, a lot of people aren't going to like it because you can have somebody walk in with uh, um, the railgun and a rocket launcher and just destroy everybody and then like not be playable in the game. I like Taylor Reach's loadouts because everybody was even. Like They all had the same guns unless they picked them up, but that was just from skill. You know where the guns are, you can get guns instead of just starting with it and then you blow everybody to kingdom come i think in the in my opinion i think in the first month or so they're gonna shut down the halo 4 um oh, what's it called online play just so they can take out those loadouts because i have a feeling a lot of people are going to be complaining about it and going back to halo reach more for um the already set up loadouts right well that's a whole aspect of it too um because what I feel is going to happen, you know, there's always playlists. There's always Team Slayer, Super Slayer, you know, Living Dead, um, MLG, Action Sack, Big Team Battle. You know, there's so many different playlists in Reach, and there are so many different playlists in Halo 3. The way I feel, you know, when Halo Reach came out, Invasion was the big new thing, or the, 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 the big thing that everybody was talking about was Invasion. And then people started playing it and playing it, and then they just realized it's not as fun as it could have been. Like, yeah, it's a cool concept, um, but it's not as fun. And then another thing was uh, Generator Defense, which I don't even know if anybody remembers Generator Defense because that came and went so fast in Halo Reach because nobody ever voted it, nobody ever played it or wanted to play it. But, uh, uh, you know, oh, Halo 4 is going to have certain playlists and they'll have, like, their their classic Halo 4 which will be those loadouts or, or whatever and then I really hope, hope they do like an MLG playlist where everybody gets the same weapon, you know where the sniper is you know where the rockets is, you know when they're going to spawn, uh, everything is even, you know, and then they could have a regular Team Slayer list where you know, everybody starts with the same weapon and it's more, more laid back but uh, you know, they're going to have different playlists, I bet and uh and everybody's gonna kind of pick and choose what they what they like, and then based on you know who's playing what, you know they'll probably adjust the game accordingly. Yeah. What if um, what kind of things do you want to see like return or actually new things? What what kind of game modes would you like to see? Like, uh, game modes. Uh, you know I. I really just play a lot of Slayer, you know, anything that's even for both teams, fair for both teams. Um, I'm not really big into using, like, having everybody with power weapons, you know, like, going into action stack and doing, like, splockets or whatever, um, or dinosaurs or whatever that other one, dino blasters. Um, those ones are fun to play, they just get a little too ridiculous sometimes, um, but any, you know anything that's fair, anything that's you know, if you're red or blue, you could win. Uh, I know Team Snipers in Halo Reach on Hemorrhage. Uh, it's really unfair to the blue team. <laughs> um, you know, just just uh, just fair gameplay, good gameplay, and as long as it's replayable, you know, it's got to have a good replay value. Yeah. So what about you, um, Nick? What what kind of game modes would you like to see in Halo 4? In all honesty, I just I would like to see 
pretty much more of uh, equal gameplay. Like um, Team Snipers, in my opinion, I really love. I'm a sniper guy. I always go in. I also play a lot of uh, normal Team Slayer, but it's just everybody's even, and if you're good with the guns, after months and months of training with them, you get better with them. When a guy, oh, I just started playing Halo, I can grab this gun and win the whole game. That's not always the case. Pretty much, I just want to see more even gameplay. Like, um, on Uncaged, no, not Uncaged. Um, forget the exact map, but I know one team spawns and, like, rockets are, uh, Asylum, I think. No, not Asylum. Oh, I can't remember the name. Um, like, rockets are right there at the jump and snipers for one team when another team starts with nothing. They get a plasma pistol. That was unfair in my book. Like, they should have spread out the guns more. Um, I can't remember the map to save my life, but, um, well, as like, if you play uncaged, uh, one team is guaranteed sniper unless somebody can jetpack over to it. Um, and then it's kind of a fight for rockets, which is the other power weapon. But then that team that gets sniper also gets grenade launcher. So, uh, you know, the one team could end up with all three power weapons if, if they do it right. That's why in Halo 4 I'm really liking that it's not one, like, uh, gun spawn point like I heard they're changing the spawn points for every time a gun spawns up so it's oh I appeared I take 20 steps in front of me and oh look sniper rifle but next time there's no sniper rifle there it could be across the map right I'm really looking forward to because you see people running oh game start run to the biggest weapons yeah they say that the the new weapon drops are gonna be like the firefight um weapon drops like where it comes in like a little pod or something and you know it'll have a sniper rifle in it but a lot of people you know they're supposed to be random they're supposed to be you know at any time but also what I've heard is that once you start playing the games you'll know what's gonna land where and when and then also on your HUD there's gonna be like a little notification like oh weapon drop you know over here in you know 30 seconds or something so you guys can prepare for it um, I don't know if that's, you know, all 100% true or not, but, you know, it would give you a little bit, you know, you kind of need a heads up. You can't just have, like, a, a weapon drop and nobody knows where it went or, or anything like that, you know? Yeah. It's gotta, there should be some notification, which I think they're doing, but, uh, you know, it could all change. <laughs> so what about, um, like, I'm hearing this idea and I'm thinking... All I can think about is um, care packages from Call of Duty. I don't know why, but what what happens, or what what do you guys think would happen if 343 said, "Here you go, we're going to bring in like kill streaks." Um, I don't know anything about that, so I'll let Nick go. <laughs> See, that's um, another thing. Like I don't think that'd be the best interest only because it's Call of Duty and they're going to lose a lot of fans because of that. Right now, I think it's good. They get the medals and it's just like, oh yeah, I got a killionaire, but I didn't get anything with it. That's good. I'm happy about that. Mm. Like it, it has more people trying to be a tryhards, as we call them. Like they just try their best to do it when in the game, it's just, all right, if I get it, I get a medal. Cool. Like it's all... St- when people are just pushing for it. 
Right, so, well, they did have that one game type in Halo Reach where if you get a kill, you become a little bit stronger or you have a little bit of overshield or something. And then the more kills you get, the the stronger you become, you know. But it's not letting you get, like, a, a helicopter and, and mow people down all over the map, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's different views on it. And it's going to, uh, you know, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 might be doing something really smart especially if halo 4 bombs because it comes out the week after halo 4 so um you know everyone's gonna play halo 4 for that week see how it is and you know if it's something that they're not 100 percent loving you know or if they are semi you know call of duty fans or whatever then you know they one week later everybody's gonna be off halo 4 and on on to black ops 2 so Mm. Yeah, uh, me and my coworker were talking because we, uh, I'm a diehard Halo fan, he's a diehard Call of Duty fan, but also plays a lot of Halo. He said Halo is becoming Call of Duty and Call of Duty is becoming Halo. I guess in the trailer, the guy jumps out of what looks like a Falcon, jumps down and automatically turns invisible. It's becoming more futuristic. So it's like, I don't know if they're going to like trade spots or whatever, they're going to lose fans to the other games or... Pretty much in his words, Halo 4 and Halo or uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 is uh, either going to be a drop dead and horrible game or a great game. It's one or the other. It's a hit or miss, pretty much. Those aren't his words. Yeah, it's all going to come down to you know how hardcore the the fans are and whether the game is is good. You know, and and by good I mean you know has replay value like. like Halo is, uh, we didn't mention this yet, but they're doing those, uh, oh, I don't even remember what they're called, but, like, you can download those, uh, bonus missions or whatever they're called and, um, you know, play co-op on those, you know, every week they'll have something new or, or you can buy them or, or whatever it is, um. <laughs> get what it's called. Right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, how the new changes. I believe they're doing something like that, just so it keeps the players in gameplay. It's not all right. I beat um, I beat campaign. I'm an inheritor on Halo Reach. Now there's nothing to do. No, it, it challenges you. It gets you going with the challenges. Yeah, uh, Halo Reach had a good system, in my opinion, because I would not have played Halo Reach for as long as I have been if there was no daily challenges and no inheritor level. So, you know, every day it was like, get on, what are the daily challenges? Boom, 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 knock out the daily challenges. And then it's like, okay, play with friends now, or, or you know, work on firefight or, or accommodations. Like, I have 100% armory now, but I only have, like, 85% accommodations. So if I really wanted to, you know, get in there and finish my firefight accommodations or my campaign accommodations, like, yeah, it gets boring, you know, and there's really no reason to do it. But, you know, if I wanted to 100%, the game, you know, then uh, then that they they set up a good system, you know, for anybody that has that, you know, like that OCD where they have to like finish everything, you know what I mean? Like I have all the achievements for Halo Reach, and you know, once I got that, I went back to Halo Three and I got all the achievements for that, you know. So I'm, I'm always looking for something more to do, though. So I'm really hoping that Halo Four will be. Uh, will, you know, be able to entertain me for the next two years. 
because you know it's going to be another two two years or three years before Halo Five. You know, and that's you know Microsoft and and three four three said it's, it's the start of a new trilogy. So you know they're they're guaranteeing uh, Halo Four, Five, and Six. So um, whether or not they're going to make money out of it, who knows? But uh, I really hope that Halo Four gives me something that uh, I could play for the next two years. Yeah. So yeah, like I was saying, do you think uh, if Halo 4 flops as a game, do you think people will still be interested in the Halo series, or do you think they'll just move on to another game? Because I know, you know, Bungie, they've moved away from Halo, but they've joined Activision. So, you know, I'm I'm thinking they're going to do a futuristic Call of Duty game with that. There you go. But do you think people are going to continue with the Halo series, or just leave it? Well, the Bungie, the Bungie company, um, Bungie themselves, they've they've been working on an MMO RPG, right? Um, some massive, some MMO. That's what I that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's going to be, uh, you know, all platforms, which I'm pretty sure it will be, because I remember on their website they were looking for PlayStation Three. Uh, developers or or something to do with PlayStation 3 people so you know they already have their Xbox people they you know computers you know everybody's background now so they were looking for PlayStation 3 now I don't know you know what kind of game they're gonna bring out but uh, it will be futuristic and you know going back to Halo 4 because like you said, if Halo 4 flops, are people still going to play Halo 5 and Halo 6? It's kind of kind of up in the air with that. I mean, I would really love to play Halo 4 straight through to Halo 5, but, you know, I might get sidetracked with, um, you know, Grand Theft Auto 9 or whatever else comes out, um, <laughs> you know, in the next couple years. Yeah. And, you know, maybe come back. I don't know. They're gonna have a hard time though if Halo 4 doesn't succeed as well as as predicted or you know as well as they think then um, they are gonna lose a lot of people and it's gonna be hard to get them back. So uh, unless they do something really big for Halo 5, I, I I'm not sure. Uh, I mean I'll probably still buy it just being the Halo fan that I am and you know hopefully they make the Halo 4 campaign with some sort of cliffhanger ending like they always do so that. Uh, so that you'll want to come back and play Halo 5 when it comes out. Um, but, you know, that in the meantime, they're going to lose a lot of fan base. And uh, unless they're really dedicated gamers or Halo people, uh, I don't see too many people coming back for Halo 5 if they don't like Halo 4. See, I'm different, kind of. I'm a diehard Halo fan no matter what. A lot of my friends, for example, didn't like Halo 3 ODST, so they played a little bit of it quit out, said, I forget Halo, but when uh, Halo Reach came out, they came back, that's, that's in my opinion, that's what I would do, if I don't like Halo 4 itself, if I don't like the gameplay or the campaign or anything, I'll stop Halo for Halo 4, I'll get Halo 5, not spend like $150 on Legendary, unfortunately, but still get it, just because it's Halo and I want to see how Halo 5 comes out if Halo 4 didn't succeed. So no matter what, I'll always be getting the Halo games. 
Right. A lot of people, you know, ODST is a touchy subject for, for a lot of people because it's a, it's honestly, I think, one of the better campaigns that I've ever played. You know, it's a slower paced, more dramatic, more moody game. And a lot of people didn't really like that about Halo, you know, as a Halo franchise because, you know, Halo is really just run and gun and, you know, they want big explosions and everything like super fast and, you know, jump in vehicles and throw grenades. And ODST was a really like laid back. You gotta like appreciate the story, appreciate you know everything else for it. And you know, for Bungie to make Halo Three its own game, it like that wasn't even. Uh, I mean, to make ODST its own game, that wasn't even the main plan. It was gonna be like a bonus downloadable. You know, buy it on the Microsoft uh, market and uh, or the Xbox Marketplace, and you know, it was only gonna be like an, an hour long, but. But then they created into this whole thing. So, also ODST didn't have any any uh, matchmaking. It was all firefight, and the biggest letdown for that was you had to play firefight with your friends because there was no matchmaking for it. You know, you had to already be in a lobby with somebody. You couldn't find people like you do now in firefight for Halo Reach. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's my view of ODST. But but like you said, if if ODST, you know, if you're you know, if a lot of people didn't like that and they still came back for Halo Reach, you know, then, you know, I could see people coming back for Halo 5 if they don't like Halo 4. But, uh, you know, they're just going to, I think they're going to lose a lot of popularity in the middle. And unless they do a lot of, you know, big hyped up stuff for Halo 5, you know, or if Halo 4 campaign, you know, has a really good ending, you know, and you want to play Halo 5, you know, they might get people back, but... It might not be the same, as you said. You're not going to spend, you know, 150 dollars on the on the big legendary edition or or whatever. Plus, by then, I think we're supposed to have a new Xbox, anyways. So whether or not it's backwards compatible with the 360, like who who knows? Because then you're going to have to buy a whole new console just so you can play Halo Five. Uh, it's going to be a big investment for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, one thing I was going to say. Do you think? Um, 343 are going to do the whole okay let's make a Halo game and then wait and then make a spin-off game and then make another Halo game. Do you think that that system works because you know they've done it with ODST and then and then they had Halo Reach and that those things aren't actually linked I would say to the actual story of Halo. Yeah they're, they're side stories. Um, I don't know if they're going to do side stories like that because I think they're making that that downloadable content with like those side missions already that you can download over time and every week or whatever it is they're going to have a new one. Um, so maybe if they just worked on those, like whether they're little campaign missions or or I don't know what they're going to be, but um, I don't really see them branching off to another game because uh, they only have you know two years and to get Halo Five out, so. Uh, there might, you know, unless they already have something they're working on, but you know, there's not a lot of time there. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys one last question, and it's gonna be. Oh yeah, um, this is not a last question. I just want to say this. Did you guys see the news? Actually, no. You guys are American. Um, did you see that whole BBC 
Fiasco. Yes, I have. <laughs> if you are on the Halo tag on Tumblr, you've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. Because I watched that on TV and I was like, oh my god. Um, I'm thinking someone at the BBC office is a big fan of Halo. Or they just genuinely made that mistake. I don't know how they can make a mistake like that. What do you guys I, think? I think they looked up um, on Google United Nations because that's what the original tag was supposed to be. It was supposed to be the United Nations tag, but they got United Nations Space Command tag. I saw that on Tumblr a week or two ago, and I died laughing. I, I couldn't stop looking at it. I even went online to watch the actual uh, clip. Um, <laughs> they just got to stop using Google for everything and, like, get up. And, like, in my opinion, I think that's what they did from what it looks like. Um... But who knows? Or it could have been a practical joke. Or as you said, he could have been a huge Halo fan and just put it on there. So yeah. I don't know. I found that pretty funny, though. Okay. Another thing I wanted to say was in Halo Three, did you guys remember the Hayabusa armor? Yes. Okay. Do you think anything like that will be returning for Halo Four? Um. I hope something like that returns. Like as I said earlier, it's customizable armor. It's you get to make your uh, your Spartan what you want instead of just all right. You have to be this Spartan for with this armor. Mm -hmm. It's I could like my Spartan right now in Halo Reach is an ODST. I don't call him an ODST or a Spartan. I say look at my ODST. It's, this is my guy. This is what I do. And um. I think hopefully they do that instead of it's just, alright, you have to be a Spartan 4 with uh, this armor. I also heard they might have a little bit of Forerunner armor, which is good, but not a great idea because it's just a helmet. Um, they really should add more armor uh, differences into it, like they did in Halo Reach. Okay, because I was thinking the Hayabusa armor couldn't have worked in Halo 4 anyway. Because um, it was during um, Dead or Alive 4, they added in a Spartan as their character. And because Halo, uh, not Halo, fail, uh, Microsoft Studios developed the game and published it um, for Dead or Alive 4. They said, okay, technically, we're going to put Ryu Hayabusa, put him in Halo 4. Um, Halo 4, why am I making mistakes? We're going to put him in Halo 3. So, do you think Microsoft will do that kind of businesses, not businesses, but that kind of deals with other game developers and say, okay, we want this and this and that, or you never know. What if they said, okay, we're going to put like a Cantus armor from Gears of War 3 into Halo. How do you feel about that? Um, I think that'd be a good business choice and then like making friends as they did in Halo 3 um I think it would be a good thing but it also gets people interested in other games and um say in Call of Duty you get to be alright you get this type of armor and all that stuff it brings in other games so I think that would be a good idea yeah well you know you there's always something you know any any sort of helmet or anything that you know, could make your Spartan your Spartan you know what I mean make it customizable to you like anything like that is is good I like having a lot of choices 
Um, you know, whether from other games or not, uh, I could care less. I don't think, you know, a lot of people are gonna, you know, change games, you know, just because that guy's helmet came from a different game. But, uh, it would kind of give, like, kudos to the other game. You know, whether they advertise for each other or, or whatever, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is, and, uh, you know, it, it would be cool to see as many different types of armor or helmets or, you know, knee pads, anything, you know, that, that are from anything, you know, yeah. anything from anywhere, as long as it's cool. Okay. So, guys, let's wrap this up. Uh, thank you very much, Nick and Grizz. You know, it's, it's been an honor having both of you on, and it's it's quite a pleasure to talk to you, Nick, as well. It's been an honor being here. Dude, thank you so much for That's letting fine, me join. Uh, anytime you guys want to come on, maybe talk about Halo after the release, more than free to. Uh, anyway, guys... I'm just going to end this episode by saying, you know, we, we are back. This is the official return of the podcast, episode 43, and we are doing a giveaway. And you're like, whoa, giveaways, nice. Unfortunately, it's not a Halo giveaway because, you know, 343 don't give us stuff. They're not. If anybody people. wants a, a Halo giveaway, I'll, you know, if you want to go on my blog, thegrizz.tumblr.com, I don't know if you could put a link somewhere. I'll, I can't put I'll, okay. I'll give away a, uh, let's see, I think I have a flaming helmet code, uh, for Halo Reach from the, from the, ver- from getting it pre-ordered, you know? Uh, I don't know how special it is to anybody, but it's special to me, and I've never used it. Also, I think I have the Master Chief Avatar armor, uh, if anybody wants that, too. Okay, so you heard it here, um, the Grizz will be giving away... An avatar item um, and the flaming helmet. So yeah, also I will be giving away a Chibi um, Dynasty Warriors um, figurine of Zenji, and that's courtesy of Tecmo Koei Europe. And yeah, if you want to win that, you better. Um, the only way you can win that is in the quiz. And, and you're like, what? You're doing quizzes now? Yes, we're doing quizzes. So we're going to get the TK family from Twitter and the Dynasty Warriors Tumblr community and make them go head-to-head and see which is the better community. The winner obviously gets the prize given away to their community. Anyway, so um, Grizz, how are the people going to win your prizes and giveaways? I don't know. I'll, I'll set it up through your website through you and uh you can do the contest but i'll just provide the prizes okay so thank you very much you know anyway um hope you guys have enjoyed this episode it's been a pleasure with talking to you guys and say goodbye guys all right thanks everybody for listening later guys hope to see you on xbox live